0: The head of the CDC says politics are not compromising scientific reports. More research reveals troubling racial disparities in COVID outcomes. And Medicare Advantage is revamping how it calculates payments for patients. All that and more on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Thursday, September 17th, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. The head of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Dr. Robert Redfield, told Congress Wednesday the integrity of the agency's scientific reports has not been compromised. This reassurance comes after Politico recently reported that Department of Health and Human Services spokesperson Michael Caputo was attempting to interfere with the CDC's morbidity and mortality weekly reports to match the president's coronavirus messaging. Caputo also leveled unfounded claims about government scientists and accused them of sedition. He apologized to HHS staffers and is taking a two-month medical leave from the agency. CDC Director Redfield told Congress Wednesday... Not only is it not true, um, it deeply saddened me when I read those comments because, as I said in my statement, CDC is made up of thousands of dedicated men and women, highly competent. It is the premier public health agency in the world. Redfield and other Trump administration health officials told Congress that any COVID vaccine will likely not be available to the general public until the second or third quarter of next year. And the agency would need $6 billion in funding to distribute the shot across the country. Redfield said a vaccine might be available sooner for some first responders. But he emphasized that masks are still the most important public health tool the country has, and he appealed to Americans to wear them. I might even go so far as to say that this face mask is more guaranteed to protect me against COVID that when I take a COVID vaccine, because the immunogenicity may be 70%. And if I don't get an immune response, the vaccine is not gonna protect me. This face mask will. Redfield also told lawmakers that the CDC is revising recent guidance that recommended against testing asymptomatic people with a recent COVID exposure. Given that asymptomatic and presymptomatic COVID infections account for a significant amount of spread, he said the new guidance will be clear that anyone exposed to a known case needs to be tested and contact traced. There's more unsettling news about how COVID is disproportionately infecting adults and children of color. A new analysis from the Kaiser Family Foundation shows people of color have both higher rates of COVID infection and hospitalizations than white patients and are more than twice as likely to die from the disease. This builds on other research showing how the virus is exposing health disparities along racial lines. For this analysis, KFF used data from the Epic Health Record System, which includes medical records from almost 400 hospitals in 21 states. And the findings are stark. Latino patients not only get infected at higher rates, but are four times more likely to be hospitalized with COVID compared to infected white Americans. And Black patients are three times as likely to be hospitalized. Both populations have more exposure through work, living in more densely populated areas and more crowded homes, and more heavily rely on public transit. But even those reasons and underlying health conditions don't fully explain the disparity. KFF researchers said there are other ways that racism and discrimination may be negatively affecting COVID patients, like causing them to delay care until their condition is more serious or avoiding healthcare institutions because of longstanding mistrust. New troubling statistics from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention shows that disparities in COVID infections are also worse in kids. The new data shows that children of color account for 75% of the 121 pediatric COVID deaths through July. This is particularly shocking given that they only make up less than half of the US pediatric population. The majority of kids who died of COVID had at least one underlying health condition. The most common were asthma and obesity which again disproportionately affect Black and Latino and American Indian youth. Despite being disproportionately infected, hospitalized, and killed by the virus, pharmaceutical companies testing COVID vaccines are having a hard time recruiting enough people of color. CBS News reports that while Hispanic people make up more than 18% of the population and Black people make up 13%, they're underrepresented in COVID vaccine trials. The Pfizer trial only has 11% of Latino participants and 8% of black participants. Another drug maker that's in phase three trials, Moderna, has slightly better representation. With 16% of participants who are Latino and 10% of participants who are black, Moderna is working to recruit more people of color. Black and Latino populations have long been underrepresented in clinical trials, partly because of mistrust in the American healthcare system. For black patients, that goes back to historical abuses like that of the Tuskegee experiments, where black men with syphilis were untreated for decades. Barriers cited in recruiting Hispanic and Latino Americans include language barriers and concerns about immigration status. Starting in 2022, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is planning to only rely on encounter data from providers to decide how much to pay plans to care for Medicare Advantage patients. The balance of how much Medicare relies on data from providers versus health plans to calculate payments has shifted since 2015. For the 2021 plan year, Medicare is relying 75 percent on encounter data from providers and 25 percent on risk adjustment data from health plans. For the 2022 plan year, Medicare is proposing to rely solely on encounter data. But it will also include other factors when calculating payment, such as a senior's mental health status, whether they have a substance abuse disorder or chronic kidney disease. This announcement will surely anger Medicare Advantage payers, who say provider encounter data has gaps, inconsistencies and errors, and doesn't accurately reflect an enrollee's health. Those claims are backed up by reports from government watchdog agencies. This change could lead to lower risk scores, corresponding to lower payments to provide care for those patients. On the other hand, reports from the Department of Health and Human Services' Office of Inspector General have found that health plans have for years been upcoding Medicare Advantage beneficiaries with medical conditions to get higher payments to the tune of billions of dollars. The agency posted the notice about the 2022 plan year changes earlier than normal, recognizing MA plans may need time to adjust their bids based on this change, as well as general uncertainty caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. The rule is open for comment and will be finalized by April of next year. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, focusing on health insurers, Humana was down 0.23 percent, Cigna was up 2.1 percent, and Anthem was up 3.5 percent. The broader sector was down 0.22 percent. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Gist Healthcare. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.